Why don't you introduce yourself? Um, hello. I'm Erin. I'm your wife. Huh. I'm 30 years old. Jeez. I have my Master of Arts in Psychology. And two years of Bible College education, among other huh. things. Jeez. That's me. Well, I'm Alex, your husband. I have no notable degrees. I'm a software engineer. Um, I also went to Bible college. I did not get anything out of it, but I was there for, what, three and a bit years? Three and a half? Longer than me. Yeah, let's say three and a half. That sounds about right. And we, we podcast now. Yep, that's the thing. It's the thing. Yeah, we started today. It's a new endeavor. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new endeavor unless it's not. Well, why don't we talk about how we got here and go. Uh, okay, I'll start, I guess. Yes. Um, okay, Bible College. 2009 for me. Um, I had just finished Conestoga College, where I was doing academic upgrading, and the reason for that was because I was homeschooled, and so I had no high school credits, and um, I had recently been let go from my job, where I worked in an office for like two and a half years, and I was 19 didn't know what I was doing with my life. As part of Conestoga College, the program I was in, uh, you had to look at future careers that you were interested in, and you had to figure out what the academic requirements were, um, and then if Conestoga could help you meet those requirements, then they would do that. So, for example, I looked at psychology degrees at University of Waterloo. I looked at the counseling degree at EBC, Bible College. And yeah, do we want to name? Do we want to name the Bible College? Shit. What do we, we do? We can name them. Sure, why not? You know what? Like. Okay, I'm in a Bible College. We got opinions. There. It's okay. Um, yeah. So. Uh. Also, I may have just sworn on the podcast without realizing. Shit. <laughs> No, we're even. Okay, so uh, yeah, so I wanted to figure out what to do with my life, and I went to Conestoga, and as part of that, I was looking into a main Bible college, and it's really weird because, uh, thinking back, I don't know why I went, honestly. Well, the practical reason I went is because they had no uh, GPA requirement, and very so, low bar. <laughs> so they cared about your. Um, quote-unquote relationship with God, and they cared about your uh, your personality and your character, so you would have to get character assessments by people who knew you, both close and far. So, like, for me, uh, one of my character assessments was my old boss, who had let me go a few months earlier. Um, well, I guess at that point, it had been about a year since I was let go. But, yeah, I had my old boss, and then I had a close friend, and then you needed someone who was, like, part of your church or something to give you a character assessment. And the assessment, from what I remember, was basically, like, are they truthful? Um, are they 
do they have good character, that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, so EBC didn't have a GPA requirement, which meant that I didn't have to have, and by GPA I mean like high school credit requirements, and so I didn't have to have any high school, which meant, for me, it was a lot easier to get in there than it would be anywhere else. Uh, but what is kind of funny is I still had to have some kind of like record of homeschooling so when I was applying my mom like compiled all of this information about like in grade 11 we read these books in grade 12 this was the like math curriculum and we had to have like a they wanted to know the GPA but because my parents didn't use uh, grades for us it was just pass or fail so I still had to provide that to EBC but it was way less of a official thing and it was more of just a here's information if you need it so did all that went through Conestoga and then um, got into EBC which I mean at the time I thought was kind of surprising but looking back now I realize it probably wasn't and because the school was so small that it seemed like if you fit the typical mold of a Christian they would probably take you and even if you didn't fit the typical mold it seemed they would take you if you had enough um, like enough people supporting you in the background they would take you anyway so I went there and um, Background-wise, my dad graduated from EBC with his theology degree. My grandfather on my mom's side graduated from EBC with, I believe it was some kind of theology degree. I can't quite remember. Back then, the degrees, like in the 50s or whenever it was, uh, I think it was only like two years worth of courses, so it wasn't um, what it is now, but graduated with that. My grandmother went to EBC for, on my mom's side, for I think a semester or two. My mom went to EBC for a semester or two. I had uncles and aunts who went to EBC for a semester or two. We paid a lot of money to EBC, eh? EBC was in my parents' will up until a certain time. <laughs> so if um, anyone died or they both died, some money would have gone to EBC. Um, Spoiler, based on what happened to me and you, that was removed from their will. <laughs> yeah, now people don't need to listen to this episode. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're just giving the ending. Oops. So, yeah. So, EBC was part of my life, whether I knew it or not. And so, um, be, for, you know, whatever reason, I, I guess you could say, I was led there. So, yeah. So, I got into EBC uh, September 2009, I met you, uh, October 2009, just a week or two after your 21st birthday, I believe. Yeah, somewhere around there. Uh, and then the rest is kind of history. Um, yeah, I don't know if I should go into the reason we left yet, or if you would like to yeah. talk about how you got there. Yeah, maybe we'll, I'll, I'll get there, because okay. our stories are intertwined. Yes. But yeah, all that to say... Um, for me, EBC was really the start of my life as a student, which is particularly important to me as, you know, someone who then went on to another six, seven years of school after the fact. Um, yeah, it was the first time that I was ever given grades for my work. It was the first time I ever uh, was taught by a by a professor like it, it was literally my first experience as a student and 
That is the dog walking, so I'll let him finish his walk. Oh yeah, we have two dogs, by the way. <laughs> uh, but yeah, EBC was really important to me, not only because of my family being involved over the years, but also because for me it opened a whole other uh, world for me in terms of like, this is what academia can be. And, you know, Aaron, you're not stupid because you're homeschooled. Like, you can actually get A's and A-pluses in the real world. And so, um, it, yeah. So, for me, that, that was a big part of EBC. And then, of course, I met you, and that was another big part of EBC. But, yeah. Anyway, I'll let you go now. Okay. My story is much the same, but also much different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to EBC also um, because of their very low entry bar that's not like the main reason there's, there's a number of reasons um, but once I got to the end of high school I, I was like what do I want to do I wanted to be a software engineer turns out I could still do that without schooling um, but there's certainly like uh, I wanted to go to Waterloo University which for most people in North America I think that's a, a Pretty big, like, tech university. As they say, the MIT of Canada. Yeah, something like that. So that's what I wanted, but uh, my my grades uh, did not agree with my desires. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> you roll with that. And so anyway, I found myself looking at my options, and my dad was a... I, I guess we call him, like, a, an interim pastor, but, like, interim pastor as in, like... Uh, like years in <laughs> and still still is the pastor at uh, my small towns uh, fellowship non-denominational but kind of related to missionary alliance church so uh, him being the pastor I thought oh well you know we're, we're kind of similar maybe maybe I could do that whole pastor thing I certainly have like a, a passion for people but I'm not very social either so it I don't know well, you'll see how that turned out but so EBC seemed like a good option heard about it through uh, so we had a family that attended my parents church for a number of years uh, that uh, originally were going to the uh, Chatham Missionary Alliance and they got us uh, as a youth group which they're the only reason we had a youth group and this is a big family so they were like half the youth group was them and the other half was basically my brothers and I, and then like one or two kind of like scattered uh, youth made up the very, very uh, small percentage of it. Anyway, they got us into Bible quizzing, and uh, they're Which, oldest. And may have met you once as a kid and didn't even know it because I was also in Bible quizzing. Yeah, and did. that's really weird. Just saying. Yeah, that that's maybe a whole other, whole other thing. Um, yeah, anyway, so their oldest daughter went to Emmanuel Bible College like uh, a year or two after they left our church, I think. But uh, she had like talked about it, so I already kind of like knew about it and knew it was kind of close. Anyway, so, you know, I get to the end of high school and I'm like, well, yeah, we do pastoral stuff. I think that that might be fine. The EBC, it was like their last year that they were accepting, I think it was a uh, pastoral counseling double major. Uh, so when, when I did it, I think redacted and I, he made a comment to me one day. It's like, Hey, we're the only ones in this program. And it's like being shut off after, after we're done, basically. Hmm. Uh, that's another amusing story. I've, yeah. So I, I got to Bible college and, uh, I think I learned kind of quickly 
that I didn't really want to be there, but then I felt like I needed to finish it just to, like, say I did, mm -hmm. since my prospects also weren't really good um, otherwise. Uh, certainly, uh, I've had a talent for, like, software, and obviously that paid off, because now I've been a professional for, like, a decade now, mm -hmm. um, and a hobbyist almost two decades, which is, uh, that's kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah life yeah so we both got there for weird reasons and yeah. unexpected reasons and not what we had planned hmm. um and then dun 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 <laughs> uh -huh. um so first year was great for me uh 2009 2010 i met alex yeah that's um, me i did really well in my classes which was unexpected I don't know if that was unexpected. At the time, it was totally unexpected. I've seen writing from high school graduates. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not uh, so yeah, I did really well. I loved my classes. I enjoyed... Um, I really, like... I really liked my professors for the most part. Um, yeah. I made a few friends. I mean, I, I don't think I met anyone that I was, like, super, super close to other than you, and I think the reason that that may have happened was because when I met you, I sort of, like, clung to you, mm. and... Except in public. Oops. When we started dating, uh, if, if we were holding hands walking somewhere, but we saw someone also from EBC, she would, like, quickly let go of my hand, like, hey, I don't know how that happened, you know, just walk by, yeah, looking it was, inconspicuous. It was a difficult time for me, okay? <laughs> So, yeah, so uh, I, love. I spent um, a lot of time with you, and due to that, I, I sort of didn't spend time with anyone else, which I regret a little bit. I think maybe what happened in the second year may have been less difficult if there were other people around me for support. I don't know. And then it's like, well, if... If I had been friends in first year and in second year, they were no longer friends with me, then that would have hurt even more. So. And also, so you were a commuter. I, I yes, was on residence for two years, commuter. and there's there's certainly a divide of yeah. like if you're a commuter, unless you like spent like most of your waking hours on campus, <laughs> you were sort of like a, a second class citizen. Felt um, like that sometimes. I think that's you know because a lot of kids went there, right? Like they ran out of high school, so I think it became like very much like. You meet the people you live near and you kind of become like, you fashion your cliques, or your mm -hmm. cliques. What was really frustrating yeah. too is I think when my dad went, they used to have lockers for the commuters so you could um, like bring enough stuff to last the whole day and you wouldn't have to carry it around with you anymore. But mm -hmm. then when I went, um, there were none. And so, you know, if I had three classes that day or something, I would have to carry all of my books with me. I would have to carry my lunch with me. I would have to carry my backpack. Like, it was just, it was not conducive to being on campus. And because I didn't have a car, I couldn't, like, stash things away. And so I think that might also be why I spend so much time with you, is because you, when I met you, you lived off campus, which meant, oh, I can leave my stuff here. And I can, you know, not have to carry it around everywhere I go. So, but yeah, all that to say, um, although I did make some friendships first year uh, <laughs> let's just say they haven't lasted and it makes me sad but I mean that's life 
So yeah, so first year I thought was great. Had no issues with that. I don't know about how I was only there for two years though, so you were there for longer than oh. that, and I don't know if your expectations of EBC changed over the course of those years, or if it was really what happened to us that like sealed the deal. Oh, oh, I guess I can talk about that. So uh, my first year, I was kind of I, I had an Xbox, and of course like Halo and all the. Uh, the games that young men my age uh, wanted to play for hours. 2007? Uh, eight. Yeah, I think it was the 07-08 year. Um, so it was like Halo 1, Halo 2. Um, and then like my second year, uh, the you know, the next generation brought their Xbox 360 and then they became the cool room and it was a little weird. <laughs> um, I didn't know how to take that. But uh, uh, but I was always uh, you know the kind of guy that was more than willing to invite people in, share some pizza, Play some video games. Uh, uh, it wasn't uncommon for me to like knock on some people's doors, especially people that I felt were maybe more like the the outcasts of of the group, and make sure they're doing okay and that you know they're they're happy and whatever. And uh, you know some weird experiences, some good ones. I certainly did like some ministry work there. I think like in general, I'm, I'm more of like. I'm not a preacher, you know. Uh, I'm not that. I've, I've learned that over the years. I'm, I'm not that. But certainly, like, an equipper. Like, I was very much active in, like, organizing, like, prayer meetings and having, like, one-on-ones with people. You know, people are good in being, like, taken care of, both, like, physically and spiritually. Um, but, but you know, not not in the sexual way, you know. You had to go there, didn't you? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Side note, fun fact. Uh, Apparently when my dad went to Bible college, so early 90s, mm. they caught many a people having sex behind the grand piano in the chapel. Like out of all the places, like a piano doesn't have anything (laughs) underneath it. Like it's not like they can't see underneath the piano. it's a big object. I don't know. I don't know. It's just what I've been told. I mean like the sound booth. Well, actually no, the door was right there. Well, you could go into the sound room. Okay, okay. Let's continue. There's so many better options though. (laughs) <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes I think about the, the people I walked in on, like, while they're making out somewhere. Okay, okay, and, we don't need to uh, shame anyone. I'm not, I'm not going to name names. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, uh, it was sort of like, uh, I don't know, like a... A hormone-infested camp in a big bubble. Yeah, it was, you, you could tell there's a lot of tension uh, among certain groups and certain couples. And, uh, See, no wonder I stopped holding your hand in public. You don't want to be associated with that. <laughs> uh, you just can't show any shoulder or ankle either. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I certainly, I felt like I poured a lot, of, uh, a lot of time into trying to build relationships and ministry opportunities at, at the college. And uh, even I, I ran into, there's another another fellow that got into tech as well after uh, Bible college. Uh, we'll call him Redacted. But uh, he had kind of mentioned how like I had like a bit of a lasting impact there, which I was like uh, pleasantly surprised at because it kind of felt like... It would have been like almost 10 years since. So it's not yeah. like it was three but, or I mean, he, years he's, Yeah, because he was there I think two years longer than mm-hmm. me and actually graduated and so, you know, the, the legend of Alex Berry lives on, um, which, 
was like weird to hear because again like I, I put in a lot of time but it felt like it was time where um, people felt almost pressured or whatever to like join in because it, you know how dare they not go to a, a spiritual event which I never tried to like impose that feeling but then like you know when you're inviting people out it almost felt like pulling teeth at the same time mm-hmm. like you'd think like they a prayer this, meeting Bible they, college would be like a thing that people would go to yeah they had the same issue too know. with people attending chapel like, yeah when my dad went, chapel was mandatory, and everyone went, all the profs went, everyone went, and then uh, my first year, none of it was mandatory, and very few times can I recall professors actually being there. And I think it was the semester I left, they instituted the mandatory Tuesday chapel. Oh, that was actually my fault. I'm that so was your sorry. fault? <laughs> So then all of a sudden it was like, okay, now now if you're on campus, you have to be there. But then it felt like it was fake. Like it felt mm. like you're not there because you want to be there. You're not there because you want to like praise God. You're there because, oh crap, I'm on campus and that's the rule. I better do it. Like, and that, yeah. that, I just, so, so the I background, like the background with that was, uh, I, I became a worship leader, which so I did. This was your third year, correct? Um, or second year? Because when I met you, you were... I don't remember. I guess my third year. Yeah. Let's go with third year. That makes the most sense to me. And um, one thing I had mentioned, because we we had, like, worship leader meetings occasionally, and I was like, you know, like, none of the profs show up. Like, the people that are supposed to be, like, our mentors and help, like, guide us and stuff, and they didn't show up. Um, And I always thought that was kind of weird. So. Um, also, probably wasn't just your fault because I was on campus one day and um, I know the person's name, but I'm not going to say it because unlike you, I don't think... <laughs> if it's not a unique necessary. first name, don't use the first it name. It is kind of unique. Okay, then let's... So, um... You want to, like, pseudonym them? We can, you know, protect their identity. Okay, let's let's call her Lisa, I guess. Oh, I was Lisa, hoping you'd use, like, Frank or something Which is silly. not uh, her real name, hmm. was sort of an administration capacity-ish. Um, she was going around talking to students and asking them, you know, how, I think the question was sort of like, how would you improve chapel or like, do you have any concerns about it? Like, is there a reason you're not going? Like that kind of stuff. And I distinctly remember saying, oh, well, you know, whenever I go, it doesn't seem like anyone else is really there. Like you don't, have the profs there you know i think she went to my chapels <laughs> all, all 10 people that showed up let me tell you the friday yeah, chapel was yeah, the quietest like, chapel like no one would go and so it's like what's the point and yeah so it was probably I, I think if we saw that i'm sure more people saw it and also mentioned it but then of course it's like once you institute a rule or a law or something not really a law but a rule for hey Tuesday is chapel day you better all go it just I don't get why you wouldn't just I don't know make it more of a natural development or something yeah, you know like, what I mean like not like not, I wanted the profs there I didn't want it to be like everyone leaves the admin building and we close literally yeah, everything like down it for chapel felt <laughs> like such a weird way of addressing the issue anyway that's not really the point of this podcast it's just it's Mm. one of those things of like oh that's how you address this issue Hmm, interesting because i i saw you know a lot of issues and rather than 
addressing them how I think a proper Bible college would address them. They address them in really weird ways, especially when it came to, let's say, quote-unquote, sexual sin and happenings and, like, oh, we'll give you a slap on the wrist, but you better not do it again. Like, it just, the way that they dealt with things like that, it just... Actually, what were we talking about? There's there's one event, like, my first year. Uh, I'm not going to name any names because I I feel bad for some of the people involved, but not all of them. And so there, there was uh, two particular gentlemen involved, uh, both of which don't need any naming. Um, we shouldn't say names anymore. Yeah, no, not, not for these things. And uh, anyway, there, there was uh, an event involving uh, two ladies and these two gentlemen. And, uh, you know, long story short, uh, their punishment was um, you're not allowed to have girls in your dorm room. Now, the dorm rooms, like, you couldn't just, like... They were already uh, separated. Yeah, they were separated, and there's only certain days and certain hours where... Uh, it was only, like, one or two hours on a day. Like, it wasn't like it was... Um, it, it was like time. one or two days and a couple hours. Yeah, like were, it wasn't a big stretch of time. They were open. And, uh, anyway, so yeah, their punishment was just like, don't invite girls to your room. But like, the, the, try not to like get into too many details. It, <laughs> none of the events happened in their dorm room. They happened at a motel down the road. So, uh, you know, I'm just like. So, yeah, it's like, oh, that's the thing you, you do. And, and they graduated. Yeah, and, like, on top of they that, graduated. there's issues with a friend of mine from university, like, not even from Bible college, but from university, who had an encounter with a current Bible college student involving certain genitals and certain, you know, extreme persuasion, for yeah. lack of a better word. And it's like, wow, you are allowed to go to Bible college and to profess, you know, your Christianity. Hmm. But we are the spiritual lepers, Alex. We yeah. are. Like, I just... it. <sighs> yeah, anyway, so basically, like, there's a history of, like, maybe weird people... Attending. Attending and graduating. So, so, so this we're getting somewhere. Um, I, I, can, I can lead us off. So in my, my second year, I wrote a paper, so I didn't... Is that your third year? I think it was my second year. I think I was on campus I th- still. I think I knew you, though, and I didn't know you until okay. third year. Well, anyway, somewhere in between my year, second and third year. Third year fall, because you were gone by third year well, winter. Well, it was I one think. of my theology yeah, classes. Yeah, anyway, totally doesn't matter. So I, I wrote a paper uh, where I discussed modalism. I didn't outright say I was a modalist in it, I think, which is why maybe uh, I wasn't as concerned about this paper. Um, and I hadn't really flushed it out either. Um, yeah, yeah, I think I did meet you because I, I read uh, yeah, a book. My, my dad you. gave you some books to read. <laughs> yeah, so um, so anyway, I wrote, because uh, we had a paper that, uh, for some reason, one of the options was, like, uh, writing about the Trinity. So I, I wrote from the perspective of a uh, super not well-formed modalist at the time. Like, it was just like, oh, by the way, like, modalism could be, like, kind of a good... And I assume you didn't really know the history of, like... No, no, I, 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 I knew the current theological views, but oh, no, I mean, certainly like, not the history of, the, like, of, of, of uh, modalism becoming, and like, heresy and, the, yeah, okay. and what have you. So, um, so you didn't really tread lightly, is what you're saying, because you didn't know you had to. Yeah, like, why would I? And, I mean, honestly, at a, an academic uh, university... Quote, unquote. 
Uh, yeah, I know. Um, setting, I would assume that I'm allowed to write a paper that even expresses a bad and wrong view, but if I express myself well and articulate my thoughts and source my ideas, mm -hmm. that that would at least be good. Now, I'm not an academic. I'm not the guy that writes like an A-plus paper. In fact, I, I, don't, I don't know that at EVC I ever got any, anything above a B. Um, actually, that might be a lie, but I think it was like with the teachers where, you know, everyone knew if they took the course, it was like... An easy A. Yeah, like a, you basically just have to show up and like nod your head, and as long as you do that, you get like A's. Um, but yeah, so I think I got a C on this paper. Um, so anyway, uh, you know, the back of the paper was like, you know, uh, you know, it was not super well written. And by the way, like, you're going to have maybe some trouble graduating with this. But I think there were some, like, negative comments, but certainly nothing that would make me think that, like, I couldn't continue yes. at the college. Yes. Um, so that is fall 2000 and... Was that... Somewhere around, yeah, like, Yeah, it would the first year. So for, that been fall 2009, yeah. we had the year, that happened to you, I didn't think much of it, went, hmm, don't, okay, whatever, wasn't really a big mm. deal to me either, because I didn't really, I hadn't even had really any um, Bible courses yet, or theology courses, like nothing seemed, everything was so new to me that I didn't think to wonder. Mm. So... That's sort of where it ends for you, right? And then, and then, uh, you know, for the first bit, yeah. Yeah, and then for me, <laughs> so 2009, 2010 happens, and then fall 2010, uh, the professor who was supposed to teach this theology class uh, got his PhD and left the school. So they're not that meant. Hmm. Redacted! Was filling shoes for this class. It was theology class, intro to, intro to theology. And in the class, um, one of the goals was to write a paper. So many papers at Bible College. So many. It was all papers. I think, like, literally one term, I had, like, 40 papers to write. It was crazy. Anyway, so, um, we had to write a paper about a theological topic. And it could be anything we wanted. We just had to confirm it with the professor before we started writing it. Huh. And so, we had a course on... Oh, man, I wish I had the book with me. But... We had a course on, um, of course, we had a class on the Trinity and all this stuff, and maybe it was because of what you went through the year before, I don't know, but something in me was like, hmm, Trinity, hmm, interesting, and the theology textbook we read had an entire section that if we do another podcast on, like, the Trinity view versus, like, our so-called view, I would be really interested in reading this really small section. We can talk about our view here. Like, we because, can have a whole other podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Want, but. but basically, this section outlined how previous people viewed the Trinity in these particular terms of, like, rather than, like, th um, like the three persons in one. Um, it still contained, like, personhood, but, again, it's like that... Uh, I believe this was the first time I read the egg analogy where it's like there's three parts to an egg. I'll say parts instead of modes because people get caught up on the word mode. So I'll say there's three parts to an egg, um, but it's still one egg, right? As long as you don't crack it, it's one egg, yeah. <laughs> and so for me at least, I always get hung up on the Old Testament, right? Mm, God don't is we all? one. 
you know, I'm one. There's only one of me. Don't have multiple gods before me, blah, blah. And so for me, that conception of God, this this egg analogy at the time was like, I, I, I enjoy this so much. Like, I, I love it because it keeps God as one. And I know Trinitarians will be like, well, so does the Trinity. But, you know, for me, it didn't. The Trinity didn't do that for me. The Trinity was so much into mysticism. And I remember um, one class, a student said, eh. Redacted. Um, how, how, how can we possibly explain the three in one? And then Redacted. Goes, it's a mystery. And that's his answer. It's a mystery. And for me, I don't think God should be a mystery. I think we have everything laid out in the Bible and that's what we should follow. And I don't, I just don't accept that as an answer. I just don't. And so I wanted to write my paper on, you know, why, <laughs> I think the way I worded it is, um, I want to write a paper on how the Trinity is wrong. That was like my way, um, which, I mean, thinking back now, I'm like, eh, there's, there's a better way to approach that given the history of the Trinity and how much people um, are attached to it. I would not go into it that way these days, but at the time, innocent, you know, 20-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I said that, and then we had a discussion, and throughout the discussion, Redacted. told me uh, numerous times, you can't believe that you're going to hell. And he said, you can't believe that you can't graduate if you believe that. He said, oh, I have this paper, this, this paper that someone else wrote, which happened to be Alex's paper, that he kept in his desk. <laughs> Every now and then he and pulls he it out and thought, out, like, where did he, he go wrong? He would pull it out and he would reread <laughs> it and he would go, how could this have happened? How could, where did I go wrong? And I think to myself, what arrogance do you have to have to think that you went wrong? But what I love about that like, is in spite of it, he probably still has that paper and he still reads it. And I just think <clears> it's so <throat> weird that he never gave it back to you. By the way, Mr. Redacted. But if you still have my paper, I encourage you to just, <laughs> just rip it out one more time, give it a read. I don't even think I have a copy of the paper anymore. But you know what? If you have, if you hear this podcast, make a photocopy of that paper for me and, and email it to me. Because I would love to know what, uh, like, 2009 Alex thought so, about, like, oneness theology. So here, here we have a situation where I'm being told by a professor in authority that I'm going to hell, that I can't graduate, and I don't understand anything that's happening. Hmm. Because the entire year before, it was this... All these professors are great. I'm learning so much. What is happening? And then suddenly it's like, oh, shit, am I actually going to hell? Like, you swore again. I did. But swear like, words, swear words. I just, it's, uh, it was such a, a weird thing to experience. Um, yeah. So then that started this, this, what, oh, what I call it? Something. This cascade of craziness. Yeah. <laughs> And I went, really? I can't graduate. So, oh, by the way, I didn't end up writing my paper on the Trinity because I figured I'd probably get an F on it. So I wrote in on um, the paradox of the uh, incarnation of Christ, I believe. Is, uh, that sounds about right. What it was? That was a long time ago, but yeah. I sure. love that topic. Anyway, so 
Yeah, so I was like, hmm, what's this? So then it went from, there's no way you can't graduate. Like, there's no way they, they would stop you. That, that can't be right. Because my dad, when my dad went to EBC, anyone could dread. Ugh, anyone could graduate. They had Wiccans graduate. They had atheists graduate. All of those people could go to Bible college and graduate. I was like, what? So I talked to my dad, and he's like, that doesn't seem right. It wasn't like that when I went. And I was like, what? So it took a lot of digging, like way more than it should have. Um, and then I stumbled upon their statement of faith. And I stumbled upon their um, requirements for graduation. And indeed, in the requirements, you have to sign off on the statement of faith. And I guess, I don't, I seem to recall that over time that statement has been rewritten and changed. I don't think so, but maybe. Maybe. You know, let's, let's say maybe. Because it's so hard to go back and, and, and reread what it used to be. Because, yeah. like, the website was changed, they moved everything online. Like, you, it's just, it's. I think it's pretty much impossible to go back. Because, uh, I mean, I... I'll get into that later. But, yeah. So, in the statement, it basically said you had to believe in the Trinity. And going through what I had gone through and what I had read, in my theology textbook, no less, um, I I couldn't sign the statement. And then Alex, at that point, had stopped going to Bible college. He, well, you had, you would, yeah. had to do, like, a well, distance ed... Not no, no. Ed, so I was on probation because I had to do volunteer work, and they were like, "Hey, you're in your third year, and you haven't done that." And like, I, I've got like some medical stuff, and like, I was also doing like programming on the side. And I, I honestly didn't have any time and never thought about it. Yeah. And like, the opportunities that were available, like, were not very good. Yeah, like there weren't things I was even interested in doing. Like, I, I couldn't think of a place I could volunteer at that at the end of the day I'd be happy doing it. Yeah. And though, like, you did try at one point in a church, but then it just all fell apart. Because oh, yeah, that was actually during, you know, when when we were sorting this all out. Yeah. And then I just, like, bailed on it because I was like, what's the point? Like, I yeah. can't I can't graduate. Oh, I guess I can talk about that part now, mm. too. So, while well, this happens and Aaron's, like, being heartbroken over everything, I'm getting pissed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I'm, I'm, if you've met me in person, which I, I'm presuming most of the people listening to this podcast probably have we'll see um i'm not like i don't like to pick fights i don't like to cause trouble i i'm uh you know as my dad would say like a stick on a river and just whichever way the river goes I, but i have had him, i have heard him say that yeah. about you uh, there's just something about like injustice like unnecessary injustice that just like pisses me off and uh, I, uh, you know, made a meeting with the academic dean. It occurred on my birthday. Yeah. Which it is just so great. happened to be scheduled that way. <laughs> and um, so, anyway, um, I made an appointment. I, I have, like, some notes written down from years ago, but I haven't, I didn't I think review you, it. Um, even have a. Uh, yeah, I have, like, a, a Facebook, Facebook post. post uh, about it. I, like, posted about this right after it happened, just so it was, like, fresh and I could, like, kind of say what happened. And anyway, so I, you know, emailed the academic dean, who's a very, he was a very lovely man. I, I enjoyed him for what it's worth, but I was like, hey, so like I hear I might have some like issues graduating, so will Aaron, so I, I wouldn't mind, you know, like chatting about my options. Like, I don't remember exactly what I said, but it's something to that effect. Um, 
And uh, so he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we schedule something again on Aaron's birthday, which, I mean, at the time, was only my, my second second year <laughs> knowing her, and I didn't even really, like, acknowledge that that was her birthday initially. I'm not I, very good with dates. I think they might have actually picked that day. Yeah, I, I don't think they were like, hey, when's yeah. Aaron's birthday? I know, I'm just saying, like, I don't think it was really up to you. It was yeah. more of a whatever is convenient. Yeah. So, anyway, I go to the meeting, and uh, it's not just the academic dean. It's also uh, the two, like, head theology profs. And it, it kind of felt like an ambush. Like, at the time, I was, like, I'm still, like, a very polite, like, kind of meek individual. I, I don't like to think that I'm, but like... at the time, you were super, like, low-key... Yeah, like, uh, uh, certainly if it happened now, I'd have some much choicer words to... Uh, and I think the worst part, well, not the um, worst, but one of the worst parts of it is they didn't tell you ahead of time. They didn't say, yeah. oh, we're going to have a group of us. Otherwise, yeah. I'm pretty sure my dad would have been there with you. Yeah, like... like I would have been there with if, you. If I knew it was going to be a bigger thing, I would have... I would have actually, like, prepared for... I thought I was either just going to sit down, kind of shoot the breeze with yeah, him and see, like, exactly. what my options were. Um, and you know, that's just the naivety of being like 20 or something like that. Anyway, so, uh, most of the meeting was like, you know, I can't believe, uh, you don't believe the Trinity. You can't graduate. There's no way you're a Christian. And, uh, you know, one of the questions they asked was like, how would you change the statement? They were just all waiting for an answer. And I wish I said like, um, I, I don't know right now. I'll come back. But instead I said like God revealed himself through like, many names uh throughout the bible which is true like you he's like uh yahweh yeshua yeah the you know the lion the lamb all those things and i think just limiting him to like father son holy spirit uh and then saying those three are like the definitive three alone uh three uh three terms and uh, personhood and whatever uh, so they were like, that's too different. We can't, we can't do that. And then I was like, oh, well, I, I guess we're done. <laughs> uh, and like, you know, I, I shook hands, I'm pretty sure. And yeah. like, I, I wasn't, I wasn't an asshole to them. I sort of wish I, <laughs> I was, but again, like at the time I wasn't the, the kind of person I am now. Um, not to say you're an asshole now, <laughs> No, I'm not an asshole but... <laughs> now, but I think I would have been more of an asshole to them if the Alex of today was, was in place of the yeah. Alex of then. Um, but anyway, so, you know, I came back and, you know, feeling like... Crap. Yeah, like, kind of like a broken man. I, I, th- I think you and I, on our shoestring budget, went to, like, Tim Hortons or something, or yeah. Subway or something, yeah. to, like, drown, drown our sorrows in, in baked goods. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. First date um, was at Tim Hortons. How yeah. appropriate. Yeah. Anyway, so that's, that's that. And then, uh, you know, I decided, okay, well, I guess I'm not going back to... Bible college. Yeah, so that was the winter, end of the winter term. Yeah. So you stopped. And for whatever reason, I continued. Um, as in, I thought, there's no way I can quit in the middle of the year. I must persevere. Well, I don't know if it was quitting. So, but... to, yeah. Um, yeah, to <laughs> me, it felt like quitting. So I was like, for whatever reason, oh, I must continue through the winter term, like to the next term. I must, I must. So uh, I went back. And I probably shouldn't have... Um, and like we've talked about this in the past, like before, but like the atmosphere was so different. Like people wouldn't look at me, people wouldn't talk to me, people would tell me in secret, oh, you shouldn't be kicked out for that, but they would never support me in public. They would never support you in public. They would never tell a professor, um, like, they would never talk to the dean on my behalf. Like, the only, literally, the only person 
that did anything was my dad because he sent a letter to I'm pretty sure it was the president of the school or the someone like obviously I thought he did something in the record or something. No, too. no, no. All okay. he did he sent a letter basically saying you know, basically defending us and saying this isn't right and whatever. And that was it. No, no one else publicly would. And like I get it. I don't hold it against anyone, but it it just it sucks. A well, lot. it was bothersome. I would get messages, yeah, from people. So yeah, after my meeting, I posted a thing on Facebook. People were mad that I named the professors in it, so I, I modified they were, it to they like. They were mad that you were quote unquote tearing down the school instead yeah. of the fact that the school is telling people they're going to hell, even though like and, it just. Well, I don't care if they tell me I'm going to hell, but I do care that they're like, hey, by the way, all those thousands of dollars, yeah. tens of thousands of dollars, maybe. Yeah. I think mine was like forty thousand dollars at the end. It was over forty thousand dollars. And they're like, oh, for, thanks for your money, for but three, by the way. Not even a full three years of school. Yeah, it's uh, they, they weren't cheap. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's not even about the money to me, though. It's about, like... So you have people saying, I believe a certain thing due to certain scriptures in the Bible specifically, yeah. and they're still telling you you're going to hell. I'm following the Old Testament. I'm literally saying there is only one God, and you're telling me I'm going to hell. Like, yeah. that's the thing that gets me. Yeah, and like certainly, like you were saying, like lots of people behind the scenes, like, oh yeah, I support the oneness, and you know they would say like that directly, and I was like, and oh we should cool, also like know, this isn't like oneness Pentecostal, which is considered a cult. This is not that, no. and we <laughs> will. Um, I would really like to. What was it like? Simultaneous monarchical modalism. Simultaneous monarchian modalist. There you go. Yeah, so uh, Which look it up later. But yeah, this is not one as Pentecostalism, so don't equate the two, please. Yes, yeah, they're, they're not the same. <laughs> I probably shouldn't use the word one. Yeah, that's just that for has confusion. really bad uh, connotations. Yeah, but uh, yeah, like certainly a lot of side support, and but then like none, none, you know, in, in public. None when it actually mattered. And you know, as a result, like I kind of like just stopped. Uh, stop being friends with some of those people. Like, after we left Bible College, I would, like, just purge a bunch of people from Facebook, whatever. I think, actually, even to this day, I'm, like, you know, I, I used to be, like, a couple hundred people, and I'm down to, like, 30, and those are mostly just, like, family or people that, like, <laughs> people I can't get rid of. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, yeah. for me, anyway, um, there, there was one person... I'm not going to say her name, but she'll know who she is if she listens to this. Hmm. Um, that we had a really good conversation in the middle of this whole thing, basically saying, you know, you do what you feel is right. You do what you need to do so that you can look yourself in the eye in the mirror, you know, at the end of the day. Hmm. And um, so that's basically what I did. Um, I went through the whole semester for some weird reason yeah it was, it was weird and i mean even like my parents were like aaron you can just quit like you don't have to end and i'm like no i have to do this and i don't know i don't know why stupid uh, you just wanted to spend money uh, <laughs> you're right <laughs> um so i went through the whole thing and um and like the worst part too is like i still had more classes with shit. redacted so it's not like I could just ignore him and the fact that he said I was going to hell. Like, that was a reminder of every single class. Of Did he still he give said. you good marks? No, and no. I'm pretty sure <laughs> it's because of what happened, honestly. Oh, jeez. Um, and so, you know, it was just, it was 
so frustrating. So yeah, so pretty much um, the majority of those friendships fell apart. Uh, I got you out of it though, which is, um, I guess the best friendship. <laughs> out of it. Yeah, she's uh, she's true. my my lifelong partner in crime. Yeah, love of my life. So I'm not mad. Good, good. But yeah, so it was um, it was sad. And then um, I mean, even I, the day that you had your meeting. I'll say in quotations because it felt more like an ambush than a meeting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jeez. I had a Facebook post that basically said, EBC, I wish I never knew you. And even I was ripped to shreds for that. Yeah. And it's just like, it's so hard to feel or to think that you have this fellowship with people that will support you or will at least listen to you or you know, I don't know, you just expect a certain Jesusness from them. Hmm. And, and I, and it's not there. Yeah. And um, it's, it's just hmm. like, it sucks. Yeah. Like, I just think about like, all the like, kind of like, I'm going to call it like equipping ministry I did at the college. And the fact that even my name still seemed to, like, linger around for a while after I left, um, that all those relationships, save maybe one or two, have, like, dried up mm-hmm. and gone away. It, just, it makes me sad that I, I, like, I I put in so much time and effort and, like, love in, into those uh, those relationships, and then it feels like... like they, Yeah, like, they weren't valid anymore, like... I don't know if... You have one quote-unquote bad thought, and now it's all invalid. Yeah, like, I don't know, if if, if I'm friends with someone and, like, they're, they're caught up in this, like, even with Aaron, like, I didn't know you that long at the, at the time. At all, Like, no. in reality, and, like, I went to bat, and, you know, that's that's what I expect from people, too, and I'm always surprised when <laughs> when that's not the case. Like, it always feels... It feels like uh, you're, you're one man playing a sport against a team, you know? Uh, or a woman. <laughs> uh, I'm not offended. <laughs> yeah, I know. But. Yeah, so... Yeah, so then um, I left Bible College. And you left Bible College. And... Mm, I was already gone. Time passed. And then for whatever reason, 2015, I... Excuse me. Um, Here, I'll do one too. Ew. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> I decided to go back to EBC and read their statement of faith again. And I, like, I am 90% sure that from when we left in 2011 to 2015-16, pretty sure something was rewritten in that statement of faith. Mm. Because I read the statement again, and I thought to myself, this is interesting. I don't. 100% 100% disagree with this statement anymore. Well, I think it's that, like... I don't know that the wording changed, but certainly our perception of it did, where it yeah, was like... It could be both. that that Like, you essentially, like, affirm that that is a, a view that you could have. Because, um, like, I'm not, I'm not saying that the personhood isn't a thing. I'm not saying the Trinity isn't a thing. I just don't... Don't agree with the very rigid view yes. of it? Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like... You, 
People can debate for a very long time. In fact, there's actually. Um, I, I think they have. Yeah, yeah, thousands of years, a, a um, bit, or at least so. hundreds of years. There's um, the Presbyterian Church in Canada. They have a statement on the Trinity, which I is like the perfect definition. I mean, they got statements on other things that true, I don't think we agree, agree with. But, but this is like yes, this is this is like. It was comforting to know that there was a big denomination that framed the Trinity in a way that was nearly perfect to me. Hmm. Like, that alone said so much, because when you think about ten years ago, feeling like we're the only ones in the world that believe this thing, and how could we be so, like, it felt so isolating. Hmm. To think that you're like we're the only two people other than like my dad that believe this thing, and we're like, how? What? How is this the case? And now reading this ten years later with a with a statement from the Presbyterians saying what the Trinity is to them, and going, holy crap! This is yes, this is exactly what I was trying to explain. To Redacted. Ten years ago. Well, like, what, what's kind of crazy too is let me look for it. Uh, I think even in theology classes, like almost every class I was in, people would be like, hey, isn't it like God, like you know, you can think of him as like a, a you know, like me being a, a brother and a son and a husband, and and like that's it's, a that's I'm a common sure that view. That, I think that is what we well, that, my dad talked about with you during the whole thing. Yeah, but I'm saying but that like even, even in in, in courses, and, and then uh, you know everyone would be corrected, but but you know like they heard that theology from somewhere too, and there's there's certainly a large group who are whether they know it or not, like, in the modalist category. Um, probably in, like, varying degrees. Although, modalist, again, has really bad I know, but, but I just mean the general sense of, like, um, less about persons and, and more about, um, like, I don't know, God being one. And I don't think people are intentional about, like, that particular belief either, which is why, like, no one really felt strongly compelled enough to like come to our rescue or something but i i think i think the view is a lot more prevalent than prevalent. a bible college yes. wants to admit anyway i found uh just the brief statement if anyone is curious so this is from the presbyterians of canada Belief in the Trinity, God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is central to the faith. God is the Father to whom we come, the Son through whom we come, and the Spirit by whom we come. The doctrine of the Trinity teaches belief in one God who exists as three, and then they have quotations, persons, with the word quotation, person, having a different meaning from common usage today. The word comes from the Latin persona, meaning the mask through which actors spoke in Greek plays, and this word was derived from the Latin words per and sonare meaning to speak or sound through. The original meaning of the word shows we are concerned not with a mask that hides, but with a medium that reveals, the one God who comes to us in three modes. Um, so yeah, that is basically in a very, very small nutshell why we were kicked out of Bible college. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the whole thing with the simultaneous monarchy and modalism thing is that a lot of the critique about the modes is that... Um, can't they, be one without... Well, and, well they, a lot of people think, like, oh, if you're in your, like, God mode, that's, like, a singular, you Which can't, is a very fun cheat in video you, games. <laughs> you can't then also be, like, the sun mode. Like, they have a very 
um, rigid view. Yeah, of what they I'm see it as like light switches and yeah, not... like a binary category yeah. as opposed to like a simultaneous. You Is are that all of them. Thanks to trinary. trinary, you trinity, yeah. Instead of like <laughs> being all of them at the same time. So you know, as Alex said, you you can be a father and a son and a brother all at the same time. That doesn't mean that you're not the others. At, you know, when you're the father, you're also those other things too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that um, is why we were kicked out of Bible college. And then, oh yeah, and then as I was saying, um, I reread their statement of faith at EBC and went, eh, I don't, I don't totally disagree with this anymore. So again, weirdly enough, I decided to use my credits that I had attained over that time and I graduated you know, four or five years later, <laughs> didn't take any courses ever again from there, but I graduated with those credits, uh, with a, just like a, um, an entrance or... mountaintop certificate. Yeah. I was a couple credits short from getting, a, a diploma from them, but who cares? Um, <laughs> yeah. Like unless you're working in the church, those diplomas mean <laughs> basically nothing as many of the graduates yes. that I was with yes. would probably attest to. Yes. So, yeah. So, um, but what's also weird is in order to graduate with that, I actually had to reapply as a new student, yeah. which, again, that process is extremely tedious because you have to get all these character and person assessments from different people. But now you knew more people. I didn't, though. That was the problem. Because, oh. like, you needed one. <laughs> you needed less people? You, I did. You needed oh, one, geez. like, from a church or, like, from... And I, I wasn't going to church. I hadn't really been to church in 10-ish years, if not longer. And so I was like, ah who do I use and so it was just hmm, that's this, a whole other podcast yeah it is um which is sort of kind of leads into like why we're doing the podcast though yeah yeah we can talk about that but yeah so I graduated after all with a thing from EBC that isn't really worth anything but to me I think it's really symbolic in what it means um in terms of you know where I came from and where I went and hmm. all of that so I believe there's a rap song uh, called Don't Be Fooled by the Rocks That I Got. I'm still, I'm still Jenny from the block. Yep. So don't be fooled by the papers that you got because you're still Aaron from the block. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, is that a copyright thing? Well, you didn't sing it. You mostly just said it. Mm. So yeah, I did it as a, as a spoken word, um, spoken word thing. Yeah, so I guess we can kind of talk about... Oh, geez, we've been talking for like an hour. Yep, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, Some podcasts are two hours. Jeez, I, I don't have that kind of patience. As long as someone has this, this sort of patience, I guess. But, uh, yeah, so I guess we can talk about, like, what, why why we're going to do this and maybe what we want to accomplish from it. This is like, yeah. So, uh, essentially, uh, we, we sort of had, uh, I'm going to say, like, we've been asleep for a while. You know, like, I, I wouldn't say that we've, like, left the faith or anything to that uh, to that extent. But, like, certainly dissatisfied with um, what our options were. Uh, like, it, Aaron, your family's had a long history of uh, being involved in the churches in Waterloo, uh, definitely. And certainly uh, there's... Um, Led some, left some. It's, yeah, it's, it's very difficult for us to find a place where, like, you know, like... We're we're going there on our own merit almost. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some like of that. The tentacles that reach out. Yeah, and everywhere. I mean that would be another great uh, podcast, I guess too. <laughs> but um, certainly there's that, and then also 
I, I don't think we're picky. Um, but as of late, like... I'd, I'd still go to a church that had the traditional trinity. I would. Yeah, that, that part doesn't bother me. But what does bother me is, uh, like, most places I've gone to, so I've, I've said this to actually a number of people, and I find it to be very amusing, but anywhere I go, whether it be a tent meeting, a church, before I go, I just say a little prayer, and I say, God, you know, if this is where you want me to be, uh, I want to I want to hear your word, and you, you let me know this is a good place. And if it's not, then that's fine. You know, you know, worst case scenario, I burn a Sunday. And uh, every church I've gone to with that prayer, it's always been a special service where it's uh, you know, for lack of a better term, a flowery, uh, make you feel good thing of like, oh, you know, here's our missionary, and haven't they just done wonderful things? And aren't we just like a wonderful church? Uh, that's been pretty common. I go to tent meetings and everyone's like, oh, the spirit of the Lord isn't here today. Um, uh, and I, I'm always just amused because like I'm going there because I'm like, I've always been like, you know, if, if God God works the way he does in, in some tent meetings and some Pentecostal circles, cool, you know, I'll that's okay with me, but that's not like my lifeblood. I don't need God to do that for me. And every time I've gone, it's always like, yeah, the spirit, it's just not the same spirit tonight. I, I don't know what, you know, something's wrong. I'm not saying I'm the one that does it, you know, it's not me, but I certainly... It's a um, weird coincidence. I, I certainly think that there's power in prayer, and I, I know that God has certainly led me to places where things have had to happen. Maybe maybe he led Aaron and I to EBC to stomp its foot or like stomp God's foot down a little bit. I don't know. Uh, I, I like to think that we came as kind of like the, uh, the angels of judgment and expo- exposed, exposed some things that maybe they didn't want exposed. It's side note. It's interesting that, um, in the time that we've been gone from EBC, they've had a very bad time financially. Mm. Um, they've had to sell their chapel building, a couple of their dorm buildings, their administration building. The size of the campus has shrunk exponentially, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's uh, it's interesting. Um, oh, and I want to be clear. When I say we came in as angels, of you know, I don't think we're angels. You're not being <laughs> I'm not crazy. Um, but just like figuratively, um, I, I feel like... Maybe it wasn't know. so much us, but it was the response to us. Like maybe. Well, that's the thing. Like we didn't we didn't grace. go there with any ill intent. I still don't actually have any ill intent for anyone there. I mean, I'm disappointed in a lot of my experience, but. Also, fun know. fact, um, the year that I left, <laughs> the uh, president of the school is a relative of mine. Hmm. So it's not even like, you know, I couldn't. Not that I would pull a favoritism card, but like there was so much that. It was just they were so anti everything that we stood for, like yeah. as much as they could be possible. Yeah. And yeah, so but yeah, so so now if you go to EBC, it's um, much smaller. It, 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 it's a it's from what I understand a different place. Different. A lot of the people that were our professors left or um, took like retirement packages. Like they are not at all what they once were. Yeah, but anyway, so uh, we're like, we're, we're certainly disappointed at like what's what's available to us in terms of churches and ministry. We, we I don't care about flashy things. What I care about is do they preach the Jesus of the Bible, 
and do they preach salvation through Jesus? And you know, you, you want you would think that in in modern churches with with all the hermeneutic tools, with all of the study and research that's gone into the Bible, that this wouldn't be a hard thing to find. And uh, you know, now that we're like, hey, maybe we should like look at, we should see what churches are, are near us. We should start, you know. Yeah, that's another thing too. Like, yeah. we we lived in a certain part of the city for like almost seven years, where the only churches around us had pretty bad uh, family associations towards them. Yeah. And so I didn't want to go particularly because of, you know, history. And then we moved and now we're out of the city um, and now there's all these other little churches around us that I don't have any, like, family associations with personally, but they're just not... Yeah, I've actually, I've messaged, like, uh, the pastoral team at one and uh, the pastor at another one. And again, just ask them, like, who's Jesus? What's salvation? And even the last one I asked, like, uh, what do you think about mankind? Because I also hate the, well, you know, people are generally good. Like, no, the Bible says we are not. We are not. We are are awful, horrible sinners. The church teachings that say there's all a little bit of God or little Christ within us. Let's not even get into that right now. That's another podcast right there. Yeah, we we have so much material. You know, (laughs) we're not even trying. That's the worst part, you know. We're just like... I didn't think we'd be talking for an hour. I thought, you know, half an hour we'd have this all done and be like, well, that was weird. Uh, but here we are. Still. Hour in? Well, that was weird. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think but some yeah. of this is like we want to explore Christianity, what we believe, what, what's going on in Christianity today, uh, which I, I don't know. Weird, so weird stuff. Weird. But at the same time, like, you know, as uh, they say in the Old Testament, like, there's nothing new under the sun. Nope. Right, like we're not dealing with new problems in the church; we're just dealing with new faces on those problems. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess, like now that we're adults, and now we have like maybe uh, better discernment and things, now we just see all those problems everywhere. It's like well, I think also they used to be more hidden, honestly. Mm-hmm. But now, for whatever reason, they're so obvious now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they were hidden or if we just weren't paying attention. Yeah, maybe both. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both, but you know, certainly we're a little older, a little wiser, um, and I, I think we now we're we're like kind of waking up and being like, hey, you know, like about that faith of ours, like yeah, what's that thing? Like mm, it's been like, a while, especially with uh, today's political and uh, social climate. Yeah, social climates like, geez, like our faith is important and it feels like threatened uh, yeah. I guess feels extra um, necessary so you know we we were like hey you know what you know what we should do we should we should have a podcast um, so I mean I don't know if this this podcast is out of the ordinary but I, in more frequent times we're not just recounting our life stories I like to be able to open up the Bible uh, read through commentaries and talk about ideas Um in, like, a format where, you know, it's just Aaron and I chatting, shooting the breeze. We might be wrong. Mm. In fact, I, I hope we're wrong so many times. <laughs> um, 
I just I love the idea that in the realm of Christ, like you can be wrong. Like he can be our personal savior. We can believe in him. Uh, we can believe in salvation through Christ by by faith and grace and not works. We can do all that, and we can still have so many wrong ideas. And God's like, you know what? You can you can make little messes here and there, but. Uh, I think God's very clear. Uh, don't don't mess with salvation. Don't mess with my son. <laughs> and I think if as long as you don't do those two, uh, you know, you can't fail. I'd be I'd be very surprised if God didn't respect the people that are okay with thinking through ideas mm-hmm. and their faith. In fact, you know, it says, yeah. um, uh, you know, uh, was it like? Let me let me think of the quote, but it's like uh, figure out your salvation with like fear, fear and trembling. trembling. Hey, give um, a guard. And I think that's important. Where, like, obviously use caution, use the Bible as your source mm-hmm. of truth. And then, and, like again, that that goes around. You know, the problem that we had with EBC is that as an academic institution, I would have loved to have some kind of, you know, debate on, you know, the merits of the Trinity versus all these other views, and specifically why they're heresies. Specifically Hmm. why we don't believe those things anymore. We can thank Constantine for most of that. Thanks, Constantine. And not just this blanket, oh, you're gonna go to hell. (laughs) Like, no, I want to know specifically why. I want to know, you know, this view seems, seems so much more sensical to me, so tell me, why is it a heresy so much that you seem to think it is? Like, yeah. Like, that's what dro- drove me nuts, because I'm like, okay, you're an academic institution, you give degrees, you do all these things, but you're going to completely ignore the academic process? Like, it just... Hmm. <sighs> yeah. You know? So that's why there's this podcast, I guess. To yeah. To go back into the academic process. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess, like, the one where we have the freedom to, like, explore ideas, talk about it. You know, I, I think we're even, like, a little rusty in our Bibles, and that's okay, we'll... Mm. We'll make you gruelingly wait through the 15 minutes of us flipping through pages, finding there's verses. An, there's an edit No, button. we won't edit those no, parts. You have no to also... Edits. Okay, we'll probably edit those. <laughs> but I just want you to know that if we can make you suffer just a little bit for our own personal amusements, we might. Hey. <laughs> uh. Yeah, that's all I got. So I think we end this in a high-five freeze frame and then like some 80s music happens. Okay, we can okay. make our own jingle. Yeah, jingle, jingle. The 80s are great. That's it. Bye. I'm sorry. She's not sorry. <laughs>